Show up in every single moment like you're meant to be there. Marie Forleo. This is Life in Perspective, episode 17, Show Up. (laughs) Let's get it. back once again for another episode of Life in Perspective. Y'all, we have made it to episode 17. After probably about 20, I'm probably going to stop numbering the episodes because we going to keep coming back every week until the Lord gives a release. And honestly, I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon. So we just going to keep we're just going to keep doing what we've been doing. You know, we are on this journey of evolving. We're putting our lives into perspective so that we can become all that God created us to become. I'm excited, you know, that we get to take this journey together. You know, we get to put our experiences, our encounters, all the things that we go through in life, we get to put them in perspective. We get to take on God's perspective, his view of our lives so that we can become who he created us to be, who he thought, you know, this is a free one, but in Jeremiah one, he says, before the beginning of time, I knew you. And I just feel like the person that knew me knows me better than I do. If he knew me before, like earth and heaven were created, like obviously he knows way more about me than I know about myself. So the purpose of life in perspective is to seek God, to go after him for the mysteries of who we are and who he intended for us to be so that we can become all that he intended. We want to be used up. We want to take that wet rag of our lives and just wring it out and wring it out until we squeeze out all of the potential, all of the gifts, the talents, everything. We want to just be lives poured out. And so just in case you're new here and you didn't know, that is the goal of life in perspective is to take the word of God and apply it to our lives so that we get his perspective of it. And so I just feel like, you know, I needed to say that. So if you are new, welcome. I would encourage you to go all the way back to the beginning of episode one because we've been on a crazy journey. You know, week to week, God is just placing things on our hearts to discuss, to bring to the table. This is Purpose Anonymous, just in case you didn't know, where we just, you know, we're trying to reach our purpose. That's our goal here. You know, we are putting purpose into perspective so that it can prevail. I feel like I needed another P word. I know it's, I don't, okay, it's all right. Okay, guys, so just in case you were a little confused, um, and I gave you a lot in between, you know, the opening and right now, um, just in case you were a little confused, we are talking about showing up today. And it's very interesting because I didn't know until this moment what the podcast needed to be about this week. It's really interesting how when I first started off, I was like planning out episodes. I had notes and all of this stuff. And now God is like, "Mm -mm." it's really basically like either something he showed me throughout the week or is something that I'm currently experiencing, or it's a lesson, you know, that I need to, it's, it's really weird. It's usually, um, and I'm learning that it's not always just about me. Like people who are in tune with the podcast, people who come across the clip on Instagram, like it's usually spot on for them. And so I just love how God is ever mindful of us and he knows what we need when we need it. And so we trust him and I trust him with the podcast. This is honestly his podcast. I'm just hosting it. So there you have it. <laughs> but yeah, so like the last couple of weeks we've been talking about like, having trust issues and, you know, our journeys and sometimes struggles with doubt. And I felt like, okay, so 
we started to put like our trust issues and our doubt in perspective, which means we're kind of progressing to, you know, getting further um, in accepting who God has called us to be. But then I was like, yo, we have to talk about what happens when the favor of God rests on your life and God starts to put you in rooms or in spaces or in platforms or in jobs or in opportunities or in spheres um, that you necessarily didn't expect him to. And so um, that's been happening to me a lot lately. And if I could give, like, I know people have been asking me, you know, like, well, how did you handle so-and-so, so-and-so? Honestly, it all boiled down to just showing up. You know, that's why the quote at the beginning of the episode, it they usually mean something. <laughs> but this week, it was just like, we have to show up in every moment and not just show up, but we have to show up like we were meant to be there. And honestly, that's literally what I have been doing. I was having a conversation, you know, with a friend earlier this week, and she's just like, yo, how do you handle when like God has elevated you beyond even how you saw yourself and you're in a space where you feel a little bit, if we're honest, less than the people um, that you're in the environment with? How do you manage that? You know, how do you continue to like be yourself and offer to that room or to that space or to that opportunity, you know, what you know you can bring to it. But at the same time, you're doubting the fact that you should even be there. And so, you know, last week we talked about doubt, but I think it's really important to talk about the process that we have to go through to like in the midst of doubt when you have to show up, you know, like when I don't feel like I belong here, but I I still have to, um, I don't want to say perform, but I still have to accomplish what it was that I was sent in the room to do. And I think the larger scale conversation that we could have about this is understanding that we aren't in the room on our own accord and we aren't in the room for ourselves. I think sometimes when we start to experience the grace and the favor of God, somewhere along the lines, we start to think that it's about us, right? Because oftentimes favor brings us to the places where we've always desired to be. But the fact that favor brought us there means that it, it it needs to be aligned with whatever God's purpose and plan was for that moment. And I think we all get lost sometimes because things start happening and it's like, oh, this is lit. Like, you know, I think I just hit like my little streak or I always say like, oh, I'm riding the wave. And it's like, okay, but we got to understand the purpose, right? We got to understand the why. It, it has to be bigger than, oh, this is what I always wanted to do. It's like, no. And I say this all the time. If I am in a room, it's because not just because God wants me there, but he wants me there because there's something he wants to impart into that room. It's like as believers, when we say, okay, Lord, I believe in you and I'm choosing to follow you, we lay down any other motive, <laughs> any other desire other than to please him and his kingdom being established on earth. That's, And I think we miss that all the time. We miss the fact that it is our job as believers, as people of God, as Christians, you know, it's our job to establish the kingdom of God on earth. And if your goal and purpose is anything beyond that, then you got to check your heart. You know, you got to check your motives. You got to check your why. Because it's only what we do for Christ that will last. That's the only thing that is, is it's the only thing that sustains it because that's the only reason it matters is that God's kingdom is established. And I think sometimes we miss it because like I said, favor brings us to the places that kind of align with things that are in our heart. And I think if we recognize that the things are in our heart, God put them there, but he put them there for his glory and for his purpose to prevail, not for our own selfish desires or our own selfish ambition, or because we want to be, you know, popping, you know, we want followers on Instagram or we want people to know our name. Like that's not the reason, like people need to know his name. And so, 
God will allow people to know your name if you're going to lead people to him. Like ultimately that is everybody's purpose. It's all of our calling. We are called to draw people to him. It's interesting. I was reading uh was it in John I think it was in no it was in Matthew and it was like Jesus's prayer to God and it was so interesting because I just think about the fact that Jesus was God right but he came to earth as a human but he had knowledge of who he really was you know even though he was a human he had the knowledge that he was God but he submitted it to the fact that okay I'm God but you're the father and everything that I do here on earth is in alignment with your purpose and your plan y'all he could have been bogus like he could have been like I'm God Judas trying to betray me I'm God like I could I could add one word drop you to your knees right now but there's like this certain sense of humility that comes with your identity right it's like for me um I was reading another script I was just reading a lot today so excuse me if, if it feels like I'm all over the place but I was reading another scripture that talked about I think it was in Psalms about how God has given us that God basically created the world and how great of him to think about us as human beings merely you know as small as we are but to give us authority of over everything in the earth and it's like I don't look at it like oh snaps God gave me authority like now I can rule I look at it like it humbles me because it's like man God trusted me enough to give me authority and dominion over this space and so I think for me whenever I get an opportunity or favor brings me to a place I think oh God it, it instantly humbles me it's like man God you trusted me enough to give me dominion here, right? You trusted me enough to um, invite me into a space that seems so much bigger than who I see myself as, but you trusted me enough to bring your kingdom. You trusted me enough to establish your kingdom in this space, and I'm honored, and I'm privileged, and I want nothing more than to please you with my life and my gift and my talents in this space if it means that people get to encounter you. And I think if we start to shift our perspective to like, y'all, it's, and we say this all the time in as many contexts as we can, but it's not about us and even when you receive the favor of God and he starts to open up doors for you it's not about us honestly every time I'm granted with an opportunity I'm like yo God thank you for trusting me enough to bring me into this space because you understand that I understand that it's so much bigger than me like I don't care if nobody ever knows my name as long as they know that my life was for him and it's not like and I told you too like I think we talked about the whole like false humility thing because I think that's where it gets lost sometimes it's like no honestly y'all that's genuinely how I feel like somebody says oh you did this or congratulations I'm like thank you but ultimately in my mind what humbles me is like no God entrusted me with this space and I want to I want to I want it to be what he intended for it to be so I was sitting and thinking it's like okay what keeps us from showing up I think something that we talk about all the time or something that we talk about often is the fact that we don't believe that we belong in the rooms that we are being called to. And so we're going to keep using Brother Moses every time. You know, it's like Moses is like, you don't want me to go and tell Pharaoh anything because I stutter. And I think we oftentimes tell God (laughs) what it and it's honestly y'all it's really bad when we do that because there's this idea that first of all we think that it's that God is taking us into the room based off what we have in our hands and a part of that is true but without God it doesn't work like he he's like if I'm taking you to the room you have to know that I have a plan right that I'm not asking you to rely 
on your own strength. You couldn't do it. You're right. You're right. You can't do it. If you were going alone, you couldn't do it. And it's like, it's the whole idea of the spirit of God. It's like, no, it was crazy, right? Because I was like on a prayer call this week and somebody used the scripture in him, we live, move and have our being. But ooh, 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 I want y'all to hear it like... It's Acts 17, 28, and it says, it is through him that we live and function and have our identity. And it says our lineage comes from him. So it's like, okay, okay. In him, I live, and there's another version that says, I live, move, and have my being. Here's the, here's the kicker. If I'm having trouble living, moving, or being, or understanding who I am, I'm probably not doing it in him. And I think that's where we struggle. It's like, I'm trying to figure out how I, in my own strength, can manage all of this stuff. Full transparent disclosure moment. Y'all, over the last two months or so, or month and a half, God has been opening so many doors and still requiring me to do the things that he's called me to do. And I honestly had to sit down and say, Lord, how? I, I don't see it. I don't understand it. And he's like, yeah, because you're trying to figure out how you're going to do it in your own strength. And it's like, no, we we partner together to make purpose prevail, right? Absolutely not. In your own strength, um, with your own thoughts, with your own creativity, with your own mind, you're right. You can't do this. But in him, I live, I move, I breathe. In him, in him is how all of this stuff is made possible. It's like we cannot do it apart from him. And I, I think that's where we get stressed out and we aren't able to show up as our whole selves. Our whole self exists with God. We are not our whole self apart from him because in him, we live and function and have our identity. We are, we are, God is a part of us. He is the part of us that led us into that space. And so we have to trust that. There's another scripture, it's Psalms 90 and 17. And it just says, Oh Lord, our God, let your sweet beauty rest upon us and give us favor. Come work with us. And then our works will endure and give us success in all we do. So oftentimes it's like we're presented with an opportunity. We like, yo, I don't know who or how this happened, but it's like, come work with us. And then I know I'll be successful. And I was having this conversation with my friend earlier in the week. And she's like, yo, what do you do? Like, what do you do when you feel like I don't belong in this room? And I feel like everybody here is better than me, but I got the, I have the higher position. It's not making sense. And I told her, I was like, well, we have to trust where I feel like I lack trust that God will make up the deficit. If he puts you there, if my identity is found in God, right? And the word of God declares that God can't lie and he can't fail. If he is a part of me and I am in him, I can't fail. If God brought me to this place, I can't fail. And I think a lot of times what keeps us from showing up completely is the fear of failure. It's the fear of like, yo, if I get this and I accept this and I walk through this door and I enter into this space that I don't really have a clue how it works or how it functions, I'll fail. And he's like, yeah, without me, you will. But I'm going with you. I go before you and I go with you and I'm behind you. He's an omnipresent God. Like it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. But I know it to be true. I've I've been in pitches and in meetings where I, there I didn't have a clue. I didn't I was so unlearned in that space and I watched God with my mouth 
in my words, in my ideas, in my creativity, I watched the spirit of God hit it and it just become mind blowing. And I know it was nothing but God. And I think when that happens, we have to stay rooted and grounded in understanding that it was him and that it's for his purpose. And that, and the amazing thing about God is like Matthew 6 and 33, it's like, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. There's another version that says all of these things that don't even matter will be added unto you. Cause that's the great thing about God. It's like, if you focus on why he put you in the room, he'll even throw on the extra and give you what you wanted all along. Cause, cause he understands that you only care about his kingdom being established. Then he's like, I could trust you with all the other stuff. The, and matter of fact, where you thought you were going to have to chase it down, I'll draw it to you. It'll come looking for you. Honestly, y'all, I'm not lying when I tell you it's true. Everything that I've gotten over the last two months or so drawn to me. It's it's And it's so crazy because in our heads, we figure out, especially like I work in like television and entertainment and it's, it's almost drilled into you like this grind and hustle mentality. And you got to talk to this person and you got to talk to that person. And I've never really been that kind of person. Like, you know, just kind of really chill. <laughs> and so it's like, we always feel like we got to figure out how we going to get to where we can see ourselves. And God's like, I ain't ask you to do all that. I just ask you to be obedient. Honestly, I just ask you to take one step and wait for my instructions to take the next step and the next step. And instantly you end up in a place that you was already, you know, working towards, but you was never going to get there as fast as you got there right now. He's just like, at the end of the day, I'm just asking you to trust me and trust me in you. And this is something that I've been working, you know, like working on continuously, but I'm so grateful that I was taking the little steps of obedience because I can see the fruit of it. Like I can see the fruit of the obedience. I can see that against what I desire to do. I started serving in church again. That was really tough for me. Not because the church that I'm currently in isn't an amazingly safe space. I love my church. I love serving there. I love my pastors. Like I love all the people there, but I think it was something I had to deal with on the inside of me. I was just really kind of fed up with the idea of what church was representing for me in the past. And as soon as COVID happened, like I started to serve like a little more um, hands-on and kind of like getting involved. But I know that that was the thing that opened up the door for other opportunities that I've been receiving. And it's like, I can see the thread of obedience laced throughout my journey. And I'm just grateful. You know, I'm, I told y'all, honestly, every time I think about it, I just sit and <laughs> I'm just overwhelmed that like God would entrust it to me. Even with a podcast, y'all, it's, it's mind blowing. I've almost 5,000 downloads, four months. It's reached across almost every continent. Like never. Never would I have thought, but I know that it's because it's because my heart and my motive is simply only to please God. And there have been many times where I've laid down my dreams and God's like, you didn't really lay it down. I just needed to know that you would. And I'm seeing him like blow my mind. And so I just wanted to encourage you guys that like whatever is in your heart or the thing that's tugging on you and you keep finding all the reasons to tell God, no, I'm telling you one yes will unlock so much for you. One yes will put you on, I don't know if y'all ever played uh, Mario Kart, but like 
you would just kind of like be driving and you're racing or whatever. And then there's sometimes these little strips um, that you, if you catch one, it puts you in the overdrive and you speed. You usually win the game if you know how to like maneuver and hit those. Those are what your yeses to God look like. It's like you're, you're, you're driving, you know, you like, all right, I'm on this place to purpose on the game. It takes intentionality and you got to focus because when the yes, like not the yes, but when the strip appears, you got to sometimes you way outside of it. You're far away from it, but you got to be able to maneuver and hit it. And sometimes that's where we are. Like we're so far outside of God's will and plan for our lives. When he asks us for a yes, he'll move us instantly back into alignment with him and get us back on track for where he wants to take us. And I'm telling y'all from a person who told God no for so long, every yes was worth it. uh, And it makes me so emotional because it's like, man, uh, I don't know why I cry every week. This has to stop. (laughs) But like, y'all, it's because I can trace his hand in my life. Like I can trace his faithfulness. I can see it. Like I, I can pinpoint, yo, this, when I give God a yes here, like I can now see the fruit of it. And it's like, we don't give God a yes because of what we'll gain out of it. But it's amazing to say like, man, God, I gave up a lot and told you, yes, I sacrificed a lot and told you, yes. And now I'm seeing the fruit of it It was way beyond even what I, what I weighed against giving you a yes because when God asks us for something y'all we count up the cost we do we do we do we like all right what's this yes gonna cost me and we do that and and when I think about the things that I put up against what God was asking me to do it doesn't compare it doesn't compare to where the yeses have gotten me and so I know that this was this episode is supposed to be about showing up and hopefully there is a thread of that somewhere but I just really wanted to encourage you guys like just give God a yes. Like, and, and I know we give him a yes and we think like, all right, God, I told you yes. No, it's a continuous journey, but understand that it's because God is trying to get us somewhere. He is trying to get you to the the thing that's in your heart. He wants it to manifest just as much as you do, but he's like, can you trust me with it? Can you trust me with the thing that I put there? Can you trust me with the dream? Can you trust me with the thing that keeps you up at night? Can you trust it? Can you trust it with me? Can you trust it with me? That's all he's asking. And I don't know why I keep getting on the whole trust thing, but I think because it is a, it's a lack of trust when we can't tell him yes. Because oftentimes we got to give him a blind yes. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know where it's going to take us. We don't know what it's gonna, who it's going to bring us in front of. We don't know who we got to walk away from. We don't know anything usually. He's just asking us to give him a yes. And I think about Jonah because I identify with him so much because Jonah was like, hey, bro. I don't want to do this. (laughs) And he's like, I don't want to do it and I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to run. And I think about the amount of people that he put in danger in his disobedience, you know, and how many lives were at stake because he didn't do what God asked him to do. And here's the thing. The Bible says that God's purpose will prevail. And so it's as many are plans in a man's heart, but it's God's purpose that prevails so at the end of the day even though you keep telling God no it's still gonna happen but I just would like it to happen in God's timing because there's seasons and there are things that are aligned for that moment and I want all the resources that I can get to uh walk out this thing that God is calling me to and so when he asked me for something you know I'm and I'm not gonna lie to y'all and tell y'all that I's always a quick yes sometimes it's like sometimes it's like God we really doing this this is what you really want us to do all right, let's go with it. Um, Cause sometimes it hurt, you know, sometimes it hurts our flesh, but we have to learn to just give God a yes. And <laughs> I think to bring this back home, cause I think we went all the way off on a tangent, but it's the Holy Spirit. So y'all just got to ride with him. So I think, you know, to show up means to give God a yes. 
And when I show up and give God a yes, I show up my whole self. I, I'm telling y'all, I'm still shook about the whole woman evolved thing. And I'm I'm baffled at how it all happened. But I also know that I showed up because I understood that there was something that God needed for me to do. And it wasn't about who I was there with. It wasn't about how many people were watching. It was just about whatever God wanted to do in that moment. I know that favor brought me to that moment. And I knew that the moment wasn't about me. It was about him and what he wanted to do in that moment. Grateful that he entrusted it to me. And that's how I show up in every room, even the big ones, even the ones that feel like, who is this? What's her name? We don't we don't really know her. Who is this? I'm trying to figure out too, y'all. I'm, I'm learning who she is, but God told me to come here, so I belong in the room. And so take, take it, y'all, for whatever it means, whatever room, whatever thing that God is calling you to that you've kind of been hesitant, this episode is for you. Because God needs all of you to be where he's calling you to be. He needs all of you. And you just, you got to show up. And how we show up is just giving God a yes. Because it's just, it's a hard thing. And then, you know, we work together with him and everything we do is successful. It's just, it is what it is. And so I would just leave you with the thought of like, if it's in him that I live and I function and I find my identity, if I'm struggling with those three things, it's probably because I'm trying to do it outside of him. And so I'm just to challenge y'all to, Get back in him, whatever that looks like for you. If it means fasting, if it means shutting off, you know, the world for a bit to get focused and consecrate and get back in alignment with him, you got to do it. It's the only way you're going to survive where he's taking you. It's the only way we're going to survive, guys, is if we do it with him. It's impossible in our own strength, but he's the God of the impossible, yo. That's where he thrives at. Tell, tell, say, say something can't be done. God said, I got you. Watch me. And so that's just what I want to leave y'all with. I hope that in my rambling and in my thoughts, because really during these episodes, God be talking to me. And so that's why it sometimes be real all over the place. But I hope that I said something today that helps you put your life in perspective. I'm excited to continue in this journey with you guys week to week. Thank you for showing up for 17 episodes. It's amazing. It's blowing my mind. I'm hoping, you know, that God is touching your heart, that you can hear the voice behind my voice. There is a place that he's trying to get you to. And he is only carving out moments to build you into the person that he created you to be. So I love you guys and as you know we'll be right back here next week this is life in perspective we out